a lot of people on this planet apparently have alien devices implanted inside their bodies and they don't even know it what are, what are these devices for god only knows actually they could be devices like eye of god type type technology where basically these beings could implant these things and basically they could see every, everything that you see everything that you experience from wherever they're sitting at i don't know who knows there's all kinds of theories out there about what it is uh, but anyway over the weekend i watched this very interesting documentary called uh, patient 17 it was a documentary produced by uh, jeremy corbell of course the uh noted uh, uf uf ufologist and uh, documentary filmmaker and uh it came out in 2017 and uh, basically it was about uh, a guy uh who allegedly was abducted by aliens at, at different points in his life, and at some point, apparently they uh, they put something into his leg. They put some they implant some sort of a device into his leg, and he wanted to get it out. And in 2014, he he uh, he, he went to uh, doctor, the late Doctor Roger Lear, uh, a surgeon, and also uh, like Corbell, he was a noted uh, ufologist, uh, and he's well uh, well known for uh, performing surgeries and removing alien implants from people and actually this person was a 17th uh, person that he removed an object from and actually it ended up being his last because even before the doc uh, corbell was finished uh, making the documentary uh, uh he died um lear died in in 2000 or early 2014 march 2014 he was dead so <clears throat> Uh, he never got to see completion of the documentary and that ended up being of course as his last patient that he that he did this surgery on and and found an object and removed it and he, he actually he never even got to see the results of the tests that were conducted on 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 this object uh which were very strange uh results to say the least but uh and and Lear actually when he you know Lear had his own ideas about what these things these implants are used for he basically for one thing there were three different kinds of implants that he found of, of, in the 17 patients that were he took out an object uh, some uh, some of them were metallic that were covered with uh, like these metallic rods that were covered with a biological coating uh, there was ones other ones that were non-metallic whatsoever uh, and then there were implants that were just uh, completely biological and he said that uh each of them operated differently from what he could observe um and the, there were seven of the ones the metallic ones covered with uh, the biological coating that uh were they all they all all basically virtually the same object i mean that's very strange in itself uh, helps to prove that yes there's something going on here how do these seven different people from all different parts of the world get these little objects in them and all these little objects are the same thing and they contain exotic uh, uh material exotic uh, an exotic exotic uh uh number of different metals that don't it doesn't make any sense why why all these different metals would be in this little tiny object you know for what purpose and there were other things about these objects the, the like like the one he pulled out of patient 17 which was one of these metallic uh rods with the biological coating it, it you know uh it it actually had uh, isotope ratios that don't exist in this solar system according to experts um 
And uh, and the other, another weird thing about these implants is that there's no inflammation around the area where they, where they were inserted, you know, and and there's no scarring, there's 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 no entrance point, um, and uh, and for some reason, like these these objects, the the nerves like blend in with them the the nerves of the of, of the body will blend in with them and 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 like it's like it was part of the body somehow um <clears throat> now uh i've heard in different interviews uh with uh with 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 lear that he he was he, his theory was like the that the uh, human race was uh, getting manipulated by these aliens uh and that uh th- you know there was some sort of genetic manipulation going on and this whole uh implant thing was all part of that so they could pr- watch progress uh, of of different people that they abduct without having to abduct abduct them again uh, that was his theory. Uh, one of his theories. He, he's not. He wasn't sure. You know, he doesn't know. He no. How could you know? But basically, what they were doing it seems like it's a, you know to a lot of people it's the same thing as the way humans tag an animal. Okay, you know, uh, you know, we'll put a device in, into a different animals and, and then we we'll, you could track them. Then uh, basically, is that what the aliens are doing to us? I mean, now now, now Lear pointed this out uh, that well, yeah, that could be the case. You know, but. Uh, again, if you're dealing with with beings that are you know hundreds, a hundred thousand years more advanced, a million years more advanced than we are, the the reasons for what they're doing, we might not be able to grasp it or understand it because they're just so far more advanced than we are. Uh, but th- I mean, but from a human standpoint, that's what that's what we would think they're doing. But we, we but again, we might he not he might not have been right about that. We just nobody knows what the real purpose is behind this. Um. So, but what's interesting about it was was in this documentary, um, this this object uh, that was found in this patient seventeen. Uh, it was it was there were it was amazing. The stu- the, the the it was taken to a nanophysicist named Chris Cooper in one part in one point of the documentary toward the end, and uh, he this is these are some of the quotes that he says in this movie. He said, "There's nothing I could imagine that could explain why this man would have a witch's brew of elements within a sample embedded in his leg." Uh, and, and, you know, and then Corbell asks him, uh, are, "Are these elements unique in any way? Just the elements themselves?" And then this Cooper's, "Oh, absolutely! This is the most astounding array of elements in a simple sample I've ever seen." Um, uh, the, the nanophysicist also states, "Somebody went to a great deal of effort to create this object." Um, so, what is it, and why are they doing it? I mean, uh, well, no, another thing that Lear uh, opined. These these objects uh, use some sort of electromagnetic magnetic frequency that we're unable to uh, uh, understand yet. Uh, uh, scalar waves, uh, and and that's somehow that's we we can't we're not able to uh, tap into that right now. That's just another theory. There's all kinds of theories, but the but the fact of the matter is there are objects in some people that are put there by these aliens, and they have been discovered by people like the late. Uh, Dr. Roger Lear, and what what are they all? What's going on with this? It's uh, they're doing. There's some reason behind it. I mean, say there was one inside me right now. I mean, for all we know, they could be seeing everything that I'm seeing right now. They could see me sitting here at this table talking, and and they could hear everything. They could experience basically the same thing, basically like the eye of God, you know kind of technology it's possible anything's possible when you're talking about a million years more advanced uh than we are which they 
could be. I mean, we don't know. Okay, 10,000 years. Okay, 100,000. Throw out any number. They're more advanced than we are. And you look at what we have today. It's amazing what we've developed in the last 100 years. I mean, 100 years ago, uh, this cell phone, I mean, that's that, that would have been like witchcraft. But today, it's everyone has one. I mean, look at the things it can do. I could sit here and watch a movie on it. I could film things. I, I could, you know, I could talk to somebody and see their face while I'm talking to them. The technology that we developed in just the past 100 years is is amazing compared to, you know, I mean, comparatively speaking, I mean, our our advancements are just, you know, doubling up, tripling up. It just gets faster and faster. So if they're 10,000, 100,000, a million years more advanced than we are, then what are they capable of doing? What are these things that they're putting inside humans for what purpose there has to be a purpose is it just simple tagging like some people suspect that that sounds too simple to me there could be other reasons who knows who knows it could be okay maybe it's all part of the uh you know the hybridization program the alleged hybridization program okay uh we, we need uh, we need some uh sample a sperm sample from this uh number 1721 uh well where's he located at right now okay let's go get let's go let's go to him tonight we'll you know okay we're okay we we, we know where he's at we could track him instantly so we'll go there tonight and uh, we'll uh we'll abduct, abduct him and then uh take that sample who knows it sounds crazy but there, there has to be a reason for it okay we're going to take a quick break and uh we will be right back when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, we're back. Now, this whole idea of alien implants, it sounds insane. However, it doesn't sound as, as, as insane as it used to sound just a few years ago. You know, now that we have the government uh, stepping forward uh, in 2020, the Pentagon admitting that, yep, uh, yep, uh, there's objects, we can't explain them. Uh, now that we have that, uh, anything's possible. Now, we that opens the door to all these other questions alien implants it's real i mean we there's 
we some people have these objects in their possession. They were removed from certain people who claimed to be uh, abducted by aliens at different points in their lives. They wanted these objects taken out and they were removed. So we know. And now we and we're told that yes, there's objects out there we can't explain. So that means that that's probably real then alien implants that yes it makes sense actually i mean they're abducting people if those stories are true and 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 then some of these people end up with exotic little objects inside them for unknown reasons now of course uh the debunker out there will just ah, it's nothing it was just something they stepped on and they forgot about it uh, when they were kids and they have no idea what they're talking about again armchair bullshitters making stuff up as they go just to come up with an, uh, uh, an excuse but they don't have any proof I, I don't have any proof either but i actually there's more proof on on the side as even as crazy as it sounds there's more proof on this side of the uh, uh of the fence on on the side that yes there's something to this side of the fence than there is on the debunker side of the fence because we actually, there's actually objects that make have no explanation with a bunch of different uh, uh, materials in, in, in little tiny pieces of metal that uh, shouldn't be there. Like It's impossible. Nobody would be doing this. And if they did, it would cost a lot of money. But then besides that, uh, the, 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 the isotope ratios on these things, this Cooper who uh, looked at this object and looked at the report of all the... Uh, the properties of this object that was conducted by uh, some lab, right? Uh, he said that th these properties, they don't even belong. They're not from this solar system. They don't, they don't even belong in any surrounding solar system. They're definitely not from Earth. That was his conclusion. If you watch that documentary, Patient 17. Now, there's supposed to be an effort to have somebody else uh, do another test on this stuff. I, I can't find anything on the Internet about that. And uh, maybe there was no more tests on it. But uh, the initial test showed that, uh, yeah. But beyond that, okay, the guy that the implant was taken, this is just one of the 17 guys that Lear uh, operated on over the, over the course of, of, of a certain period of time. Uh, that guy said he, different, different occasions, there's these aliens showed up. And he didn't like it. And he felt like, you know, like like the way he didn't like the way he was being treated. And, you know, all of a sudden, there's, you know, some object shows up on an x-ray and he wants, he doesn't know how it got there. And he wants it out. So, he, you know, he goes to Lear and Lear takes it out and they, they go to study it and, and you get these exotic materials in it and it doesn't make any sense. So, it, it's not just from stepping on something as you're taking a walk somewhere. No. It, some, something put it in there apparently one of these beings that came to this guy he saw the beings he doesn't like to admit it who does who would like to admit it especially years ago when there, the stigma was so great against it you know you look like a nut to a lot of people in fact i just read some editorials there was uh, in the los angeles times they recently had an op-ed uh talking about ufos and there were some people that just can't believe that you would write something like that that's all nonsense little green men blah 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 there's a lot of people out there believe me that still think this is nonsense they just can't accept that but aliens from outer space you're mad they're crazy they're the crazy ones but see again the proof is on the other side they don't have the there's nothing on their side except proclamation nothing nothing whatsoever except proclamation we now have verification from governments from our government from the united states government that uh there are objects that they have no explanation for we have that 
Okay, we have now Congress established an office uh, that will go into effect next year that will be studying this. We now know that the Pentagon is going to continue studying it under their in their own office that they created recently, and a lot of stuff that they're gonna they're not going to share that information. Apparently, they're going to try to keep a lot of it hush hush, like the way they've been doing for. The, but at least they're admitting stuff. At least they admit that there's things out there they don't have any understanding of. Uh all these the sightings continue on all the time we're getting stuff different things every week credible video a, a, a lot of times a lot of every just about every week we're getting credible video from all different parts of the world showing these things um and and again alien implants it's it's a real thing it's there's a there's people out there who have these things and you people right now listening to this watching this some of them might have them they don't even know it and you might be uh being watched from a distance by alien beings and you don't even know it it sounds insane but it's possible it's possible anything's possible now now that the, the lid's starting to come off we don't understand what's going on here uh life as we knew it before is changing it's changing and a lot of people need to start open or open up their eyes a little bit and, and, and accept it and and let's move forward and uh try to figure out what it's all about i'd like to know what how what how what what are these objects why are they implanting certain people what what's the purpose behind this i'd like to know the answers to that now there's one incident in my own life in my own experience where i think perhaps it's possible i don't i'm not saying this as a at, that it's a fact but i think it's possible that uh it might have something to do with an alien implant or better stated uh alien implants now in 2007 i moved to hawaii i took a job in on the big island in hawaii and uh at one point uh i i had this i i uh, for the first four months that I was there, I, I rented a room, and then I finally ended up getting a, a house by itself. I was renting a house. It was like in the jungle type, uh, tropical rainforest uh, area, uh, and this, this this area was very very uh, uh, private. There was not a lot of other houses around. Uh, it was far from the highway. Uh, it was it was a property that was uh, the, all the houses. In fact, in this area, were all built on stilts. Uh, because it rained, you know, because in the, in the, on this uh, uh, east side of the of the Big Island, it rains a lot, uh, and then it will get sunny. But sometimes it rains for, for it could rain for a couple of days, really hard, and that's why the houses are built on stilts because it's there's flooding. And uh, <clears throat> I, uh, it, I, it was probably toward the end of the year, the late two thousand seven, probably around October uh beautiful day it's always beautiful in hawaii if anybody who's been in hawaii uh they they know what i'm talking about uh it's just a fantastic place well anywhere anyway where the house where i lived at it was uh it was you know i had to get to it it was off the, you had to drive it down a dirt road for for a few miles and then it was it was all a dirt road and then you had to drive up you know through another dirt road leading to the to where my house was and it was also it was pretty much surrounded by this dense really dense like uh brush like jungle but it was low to the ground it was like maybe came up to your knees or a little bit higher and you know depending on the section but all around the house you could you could see all around like for a, a distance but this there was, there was this really dense uh thick 
brush that was really hard. You couldn't really walk through it because it was just too thick. It was too too dense. But anyway, I guess it was probably at some point uh, toward uh, late in 2007, I, I, a friend of mine uh, gave me a dog. Uh, this There was this dog. Her, her name was Goldie. It was a, a mix with, uh, uh, I'm not sure exactly what, but I know uh, one part of it was... Uh, uh, jack russell terrier and i'm not sure what the other half was uh but it was a it was a bigger dog than your regular jack russell it was a she was a taller dog and uh but she was really wild it was i was having some trouble with her i mean the one time i was taking her and my other dog to you know to, to, for a walk i was going to walk them along the this the, the side of the the ocean and the dog actually jumped out the window while i was driving luckily i was only driving like a few miles an hour she would have got killed but she was okay but she was really wild, and I was trying to, you know, get control of her, you know, because she was always excited, and, and, and it was, you know, it, it was one of those kind of situations. In fact, at one point, I was thinking maybe I need to take her to a trainer because I, I was having trouble. You know, I'd, I'd go to work all day, and I'd come back, and, you know, she was just, you know, hard to control. I mean, hard to keep her calm. But anyway... So I'm living in this house for uh, for a few months now, and then I get this dog, and uh, and I, I had a, it was a, a Saturday afternoon, it was or Saturday morning, it was a beautiful day out, of course, and uh, and I had to cut the cut the grass, but cutting the grass at this area, it, you you didn't uh, it really you couldn't use a lawnmower, you had to use a weed whacker because it was like in Hawaii in this area anyway where I was living, it was all like lava rock and you know weeds would be popping up here and there, and you'd have to use that like even under the house, like underneath you'd you'd be able to walk under the house. The house was built on stilts, of course. And uh, I didn't want to leave the dog in the house while I was cutting it because I figured she'd tear things up while I was not, you know, while I wasn't looking at her. And I didn't want to, you know, leave her in there. So I brought her outside with me while I was going to weed whack around the house. And uh, so I had this long chain and I wrapped, I, I, I connected the, the one end of the chain to her collar and I got the other end and I wrapped it around one of the posts that, that that holds up the house one of the stilts i wrapped it around the one of the stilts and then locked the uh you know clipped it into the one of the links so it was like a, a loop around the around the uh around the stilt so i started cutting the uh, i turned the weed whacker on i started cutting the, uh, the weeds and the dog started going wild and i tried to talk to her like calm down and everything and of course she just was like tugging away at the at the uh at the chain i guess you didn't like the sound of the uh weed whacker so i turned my back for a few seconds uh, to get some spots underneath the house and when i turned around uh i, and I turned her back around she was gone and the, the chain was gone and i figured she must have got scared because of the sound of the weed whacker and took off and uh, so I looked all around the house. I looked all around the perimeter of the house in, in, in those in those bushes. I could not find the dog. She was nowhere to be found. And I must have spent, you know, probably a half hour, 45 minutes looking around, the, all, looking around the house. It got to about an hour, I guess. And uh, I got scared. I was thinking, well, she might have ran out onto the dirt road. And maybe, you know, maybe she was running around with that chain on her. Maybe somebody picked her up and dropped her off at the at the animal shelter so i actually ended up taking a ride to the animal shelter to, to see if maybe somebody picked her up and dropped her off there but they said no the dog's not the dog's not here so i went back to the house looked looked for her again couldn't find her calling her name walked all around the house we all looked in the perimeter again looked in all that brush all around all around the perimeter of the you know that was on the perimeter of the, of the property she's nowhere to be found and uh 
I gave up. It was probably about two and a half hours now went by since she disappeared, right? I gave up. I sat on the steps, uh, uh, and I just was like, that's it. I can't find her. You know, she's she's run off. And right when I sat down I, and I gave up, all of a sudden, there she she rises up pretty much right across from me where I was sitting and uh, like very calm. And she was extremely calm at this point. And, then she has, and, she, and I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, thank you. You were there the whole time. I just looked there. I couldn't believe it. So I went over and, and I saw that the chain was still on her. She still had the chain connected to her. And I thought, well, she must have busted the one end of the chain where I had the loop around the, the stilt. However, uh, it was still in the loop, and the other end was still connected to her collar. So somehow, I don't know how that's possible. It's impossible, actually. I couldn't figure it out. So I actually went over to the stilt, and I'm thinking, well, maybe there's a space somewhere along this stilt where the loop well, went through, and I didn't notice it before. And I looked through it, and no, it still went into the ground. There was nowhere. And then I looked at other, uh, the, 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 the wood that was holding up the porch and everywhere. Maybe I had it tied to that one. No, all, everything went into the ground. Uh, so w I couldn't understand it. I couldn't explain it. It was unexplainable. And plus, the dog was calmed down. And 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 the, I, it was that she was in, she where she rose up from. It was in an area I just checked like a, a ten times. And I would have saw her if she would have been there. Again, this brush was low to the ground. She couldn't have gone deep into there with that chain on her because it, like I said, it was too dense. It was too you couldn't go far. So she was right there on the perimeter. And this is two and a half hours later, where she just shows up miraculously. It was almost like she disappeared right before my eyes. Um, <clears throat> and I just, I still, you know, I had no, I have no explanation for this. I, I, I when it happened, I was thinking, is there ghosts? I mean, how is this possible? You know, uh, there were stories on, uh, on the big Island about night marchers, you know, these ancient uh, Hawaiians that walk around the Island. Maybe I was thinking, I, I, I couldn't understand what it was, uh, and uh, I mean, years later, I, you know, I was watching a you know a show about uh, the Skinwalker Ranch, and and the family that was living there experienced uh, strange kind of phenomena. There was all kind. In addition to UFO sightings on a regular basis, they had all other kinds of weird things happening, you know, including like things disappearing and then showing up somewhere else, you know, like impossible things, like almost like poltergeist activity. Um. And that's when I, I really started thinking about that incident that I never could explain. And I'm thinking, that seems, you know, what might have happened. You know, maybe something, maybe there were, maybe extraterrestrials showed up for whatever reason. Because the, the, the conclusion of this whole story, which is a sad conclusion, but at the same time, it's also very, again, very mysterious. Uh, about a month or so later, I, uh, I was going to go to the movies uh on it was the night before thanksgiving 2007 and uh, i worked a long day and i got back i got home and i was going to meet this girl we we're going to go to the movies and uh to see uh uh the mist stephen king's the mist and uh and i felt bad for the dog because she was trapped in the house all day and and i and she was all excited to see me and i just didn't feel like leaving her there because i got home and i had to hurry back out again and it was starting to get dark out and so i was thinking well I'll, maybe i'll just leave her out because by this point she was getting a little bit better like you know she would hang around the house when i let her out she wouldn't run too far away and i figured well she'll just hang out around the house and she'll be able to run around she'll be okay i was like i said it was pretty much in the middle of nowhere there weren't a lot of other houses nearby uh and uh it was far it was a few miles away from the highway so i i felt bad for her so i decided just to leave her outside and uh, i figured she would just stay stick around the house and you know when i get home she'd be there 
and uh, <clears throat> so I, I left to go to the movies, and I remember looking in the mirror, and I saw her sitting there by the porch, calm and cool and collected. And uh, so I figured, okay, she's going to be okay. <clears throat> so it's getting, by the time I get to the highway, it's dark. And uh, I'm driving up the highway for a little bit, and all of a sudden, uh, this extremely loud noise, you know, emanates or just go in my ears like tinnitus except i never had I, I never before experienced before or since anything so loud in my left ear like eee! i'm looking around i couldn't understand what was going on so i ended up going to the movies and uh you know uh, it was a very depressing movie by the way and then when i i got home that night and uh, i couldn't find the dog goalie was gone and i said oh god she took off after you know she's she's nowhere to be found i'm calling for her for a couple hours and i finally gave up again and i'm thinking well i'll get her in the morning you know she'll probably come back by the morning and by the morning came i remember i woke up on thanksgiving uh morning and uh the dog was she still wasn't back and i was very concerned by this point i'm thinking my god i i should never did that i should never left her out like that and uh, i started driving her all over the place i remember it was pouring rain that morning and uh, I was dry. I got I drove all the way to the highway. And I'm driving up and down the highway, and then there I see her. She was laying on the highway. She was, uh, or next to the highway. Some some somebody hit her, uh, and she was dead. And it was a horrible, one of the worst thanks, the worst Thanksgiving I ever had. Actually, I ended up pretty much, uh, you know, I spent that day burying her, and it was just a very very terrible terrible. You know, I still kick myself to this day for doing it, for letting her out like that, and and. It was just a mistake, and I, I thought I was doing her a favor, and it ended. It, it led to her uh, demise, unfortunately. But uh, you know, looking back now at all of this, you know, what happened here? Okay, there's a lot to unpack when you really think about this whole situation. Okay, the the sound. Okay, first off, the disappearance. You go back to the disappearance. Okay, the dog disappears mysteriously and then just reappears. Now I've talked about this before in uh, other podcasts but i'm bringing it up again i think it's just something worthy of talking about because it's just one of these mysteries and uh and i think it's i believe it's actually connected with extraterrestrials because i have no other explanation for it other than that i mean it actually it, it's very similar to what you would uh, some of the things that happen at skinwalker ranch in utah um okay the dog disappears disappears basically it, basically in front of my eyes you know, and then reappears just two and a half hours later. And uh, what happened? That the chain is, you know, the whole chain part is. You now, if the chain would have been busted on the one end, you know, like we're, say that loop wasn't still in the loop, then there'd be no mystery here. Okay, the dog used enough force and and it pulled the pulled the chain apart and, and hid in the bush for a little while. But that that's not what happened. It was still in the loop, and the dog can't uh, make uh, put a the end of a chain. Uh, you know. Uh, cl clip uh, uh, the end of a, the end of the other end of the chain back into the uh, into the link again. That dog can't do that. Okay, and there was nobody else there. There's nobody in this area except for me. Okay, at the time. Um. <clears throat> so what happened? I don't know. I I, I don't have no explanation other than it, it, was it extraterrestrials? Did did they come down? Or maybe they didn't know I was there. Maybe because they the way they operate, maybe they move so fast. Oh, they didn't even see me. I was under the house with the weed whacker. They see they see uh, I have a new dog out there running back and forth on a chain that's not under under the house. And they decide, oh hey, look at that. We better he, he has a new pet. Let's let's uh, we we better make sure we uh, we uh, put something in that. Is that what it was? Maybe I have something in me. I don't even know it. 
this whole time. Maybe I have a, a, an implant in me and I don't, I don't realize it all these years, all this time. Maybe I've been being tracked or whatever they do. Right. And, and, and if you get pets, all your pets or any kind of animals, maybe they, they, they put them something in there too to watch them. I, it sounds insane. But again, this happened. This, what, what I'm telling you happened. Okay. I have no explanation for it. And then again, what, ha like, how did that, how, where did that ringing in my ear, how, how did that happen? Like, what caused that? Uh, it, it would have, if you, you, the timing, okay. What, what obviously happened the night before Thanksgiving, when I left the house at some point, that dog started following me and it followed me all the way to the main highway, right. And start running up the highway behind me. And then, you know, if that would, if, if you do the time, if, if you would have like timed it, it would have been when the, my, my ear started ringing, that would have coincided with the ringing in the ear and the dog getting hit. Was there some sort of connection or, you know, something letting me know that my dog's in trouble. I don't know. I just do know this. I know something strange happened. I know something strange happened the day the dog disappeared. And I know something strange happened the, the night the dog got killed. Because that, that, that ringing in my ear, very strange. It sounds crazy. I have no explanation for it. But, again, it could be at some point... Uh, in my existence, you know, maybe it was when I was a kid. I talk about the the the, the fingers, the hand, that the, the the being that was in my room when I was eight, going on nine. Uh, you know, maybe that's the only time I remember them coming to me and visiting me. Maybe there's been multiple times, but ever since I don't have any recollection of it. And you know, and maybe there's, uh, you know, I'm sure stories like this. Uh, there are similar stories like this from from other people. Where they never suspected anything, and then they realize years later they 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 have a, a something happens where they do remember it, and they go get hypnotized, and they find out the, all the answers. I don't think there's any point in for, for someone like me to go get hypnotized because, um, for one thing, there would be it's not going to really help any situation here. I just don't see it. Uh, all it would probably do is would bring uh, 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 would uh, release memories that I probably don't want to remember, you know, because a lot of these people don't like remembering these things. I'd, I'd, I'd be afraid, you know, what happened, you know, what's been happening. If, you know, this is still happening now and you don't know it. I don't know, but I do know that there were three things in my life that happened. Okay. There was the time with the, in the seventies with that thing in the room. And then the second thing was 1994 when on the fishing trip when the UFO came up out of nowhere and there was another witness there that saw it. And, of course, the uh, 2007 Hawaii incident. Uh, so, could it? Could it be? Could be. Could That could have something to do with these implants. Maybe that, that it was implant-related. All of this was implant-related. What they're using, do, using the implants for, who knows? You know, for tracking could be something we can't even imagine the purpose behind it you know just like uh, uh you know roger lear said who knows